Hey guys, and welcome. I'm Life Coach Meg Ellis. It's time for you to stop coasting through life, and it's time for you to find your purpose. It's time for you to create your fate. If you're loving this podcast and are ready to jumpstart your best life ever, my 90-day mindset makeover begins in January 2022. My three-month coaching program is completely virtual, and guess what? Registration is now open. Head over to www.letscreateyourfate.com or my Instagram page at Let's Create Your Fate to apply today. Okay, point of view. You're eight years old and in second grade and you just came in from lunch and recess and now it's time for your favorite class, art. And you're drawing your favorite thing, animals. And even better, it's your lucky day. The assignment is to draw your favorite animal. Everyone is drawing giraffes today. And you spend a solid 35 minutes perfecting your giraffe. Numerous strokes of colored pencil, getting the spots just right. And you think you may have gone a little long on the neck, but you're just tapping into your inner Eric Carl. The grass it's sitting in, stunning. The blue sky, Perfection, chef's kiss. The shading on the entire scape, untouchable. You are so proud of yourself. And as you finish up, you scribble your name at the bottom, announcing to the world that you created this. Nobody else can claim this. This picture, this masterpiece. It might be the best picture of a giraffe ever. Your best work yet, you know? I bet this could win an award even at the Autumn Art Show. Your parents will brag about this for weeks, and it's probably going to be hung up on the refrigerator forever. You finish your signature, and you walk the masterpiece to hang on the wall with the rest of your novice classmates' work. You strategically pin the picture on the wall ever so carefully and perfectly aligned, and you take a few steps back to admire your work And just the pure beauty and the soul that went into, wait, wait, what? Kevin's picture right above yours is way better. The colors, the detail. And what the heck, Kevin? He drew an entire giraffe family? That wasn't even the assignment. All of a sudden, this pride and joy you had moments ago is completely deflated. Absolutely nothing changed about your actual piece of artwork, but now you look at it with disgust and regret. I should have drawn a whole giraffe family, you think to yourself. And I think you know where I'm going with this, right? We talked about confidence last week. This is the second part of our confidence series. So it doesn't have to be art class and you don't have to be eight years old. Comparison is the thief of all joy. We all do it. People's badass, colorful giraffes are thrown in our faces all day long. It's called social media, where we are hit with people's highlight reels, literal reels, all day long, every day. And we become obsessed with them. We willingly go back and scroll through, seeing all these things that we don't have. And it's not just social media. It's, it's everywhere, y'all. Workout classes. The PTA. Keeping up with the Joneses next door, somebody else's business, your direct competitor, even your own teammate, 
comparison is everywhere. And listen, I'm not sitting up here on this pedestal preaching about comparison. Trust. I am a fitness instructor and it's literally my job to perform better than others. And I essentially get graded on comparative utilization. I'm a victim or are we the culprit of comparison to you better believe that when I started this podcast, I was stalking Apple Podcasts, seeing how many downloads I was getting, how many reviews and ratings were written. And we can easily become obsessed by comparison and paranoid even. And we end up completely addicted to it with no way out. And where do you think that leads? Nowhere good. So today, we're going to be taking a serious, serious look at comparison because guess what? Comparison by itself is actually not a bad thing, but it can quickly become toxic. So today, you'll learn why you might be comparing yourself to others and actually also find out some indicators that you might be comparing yourself that you didn't even know that you were doing. And once you learn what your actions truly mean, you can take responsibility for them and then shift positive energy into comparison and use it as a tool for growth. So why do we compare in the first place? Comparison, it's a natural human tendency. Comparison allows us to form a baseline for where we are in life versus where we want to be in life or where we've already been. It allows us to gauge how we measure up against our peers, our friends, against fellow students or colleagues, or even our past selves, which is valuable information for self-improvement and allows us to view progress and where we need to continue to improve. I'll say it again. Comparison is not a bad thing in general. It's actually needed for progress, and it's the quickest way to know where you land. And in order to be successful, you need to know where you want to be and where you are now. So likely, you'll need to consider where you started as well. However, like I said, comparison can quickly become toxic and completely deflate you of your joy. So let's, let's deep dive into this. Let's talk about two types of comparison, upwards comparison and downward comparison. So upward comparison is when you compare yourself to people who are better than you. Wow, Kevin's picture is way better than mine. Downward comparison is when you compare yourself to those who are less proficient than you are. But at least my picture isn't as bad as Shay's. Yikes, has she even seen a giraffe? You could do one more than the other, simply just one. Uh, maybe do one more than the other. But odds are your mind tricks you into doing both, comparing up and comparing down. We compare upwards to people who are better at something than we are because we're impatient. They have what we don't, but we want it. We compare downwards to people who are not as good as us at something to try and make ourselves feel better about all the upward comparison that we've been doing. Both of these forms are rooted in poor self-esteem and stem from lack. So hit up episode seven for tips on developing a healthy self-esteem because here I'm going to be focusing on lack. Lack. What do you know about it? It is the exact opposite of abundance. Well, what do you know about abundance? Abundance essentially means there's enough to go around for everyone. Just because Kevin's picture blew yours out of the water doesn't mean you can't be proud of yourself. And just because 
your picture made Shay's picture look like a pile of scribbles that doesn't take away the hurt that you felt when you saw Kevin's picture. Why can't everybody be proud of their picture equally and unique to themselves? What does Kevin's picture have anything to do with you? And why did you lose joy upon seeing it? There is enough joy to go around for everybody. That's abundance. But that can be hard to do because we're human. But constantly thinking that there isn't enough to go around, that if somebody else has it, then you can't, you focus all of your energy around lack. And, you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while now, you know that energy flows where your attention goes and you'll begin to attract more of what you focus on, which is, in this case, lack. And this might explain why comparison is a nasty trap and sometimes feels like it's impossible to get out of. And most of the time, too, we don't compare apples to apples. We see everybody as the same, when really we're not. Let's just say, you know, you're a single working mom of two, overwhelmed and feeling like you are lacking both in the office and at your home life. PTA mom of the year Karen, who doesn't work, seems to have her life completely together and is ahead of schedule always and never misses a beat. She's an apple. But then Lisa in the cubicle next to you at the office, who's 25 and single with no kids, she attends all of the after hours, happy hours, and the get togethers and all the networking events. She's a banana. So here you are trying to be half of an apple and then half of a banana the other half of the time. And you're spending so much time going back and forth on which one should you be and which one could you be and which one are you? And you got to stop yourself. You got to look in the mirror and realize you are a peach. Just be a peach. Say it out loud. I'm a peach. I know my analogies are out of control, but you have to give yourself some grace here and embrace the fact that you're a peach and that you are special, you are unique, and that you are going to be the best peach ever. And that doesn't mean that somebody else can't be the best apple or the best banana. So I know I know the analogies are out of control, but sometimes we really do have to take these issues that we bring into adulthood and see them through a childlike mind, right? We also have to stop doing one major thing. You have to stop comparing everybody else's highlight reels to your behind the scenes. What people choose to share with the outside world, you, is a small snippet, a tiny glimpse of a small piece of the pie that happens to look the best. I mean, what do you do? You post the good stuff. Let's be honest. You post the stuff you're confident about and not the bad stuff. And that's okay. You're allowed to be proud of yourself. But so is everybody else. You don't know their backstory how long they've been doing what they're doing. Just know you aren't seeing the whole story. I know I'm not posting pictures of my credit card statement or pictures of my scale when I'm feeling a little heavier than I'd like to be or my overdue Texas tollway bill that I swear I will figure out how to register my car one of these days. But whether people choose to share their whole stories with you or not and vice versa, everybody can win. You can win. It's simple. It's not easy. And it will take lots of focus, but you can win. You just have to eliminate the negativity around comparison. Stop focusing on what you don't have that others do or the negative self-image because you'll keep attracting more of each. I promise. 
shift your thoughts from negative to positive to see comparison through a positive lens. So you got to take responsibility for your comparison to make a shift from negative to positive. But first, let's identify some of the signs that you might compare yourself more than you know, because comparison can be tricky. So I'm going to run through this list and just make a little mental note. Signs you might be comparing yourself. One, you obsess over metrics or numbers. And this can be among colleagues in your office, the amount of money somebody else has, attendance to your business, a class, a party, or any type of event that you host. Even obsessing over something like the number of your social media likes. Two, you judge others unnecessarily. Things that literally have nothing to do with you and don't add or take away any value to your life. Pointing at someone, right? Pointing fingers at others' faults or errors. But just remember that when you point at someone, you have three fingers pointing back at you. Three, you have random outbursts of anger due to frustration. And this is because there's some type of miss, but you can't really put your finger on it. You blame other people and never find a resolution. This is because your resolution is from within. Four, you constantly want more, but don't know why. I just want it. Somebody else has it, so I should have it. Five, you don't support others or even wish ill on them because you want them to fail. Of course, we all do this secretly, right? You're not openly doing this, but deep down, do you ever do this? Because them failing somehow is going to make you feel better or not supporting them means nothing can be taken away from you. I know that's a hard one. It's a hard one. Six, your negative self-talk is at a high, an all-time high. Those voices about not being good enough just won't be quiet. Seven, last one. You want to change something about your life, but again, don't know why. Let me tell you this. The grass isn't always greener on the other side. The grass is green where you water it. It's not a them problem. It's a you problem. Say it out loud. It's a me problem. Ugh, that doesn't feel good. But hey, 2022 is all about taking responsibility for your life. And if you want to create your fate, you have to first take responsibility for it. It's a me problem. But get this. See this differently. This is great news. This means you don't have to be trapped in comparison anymore because you control it. It is a me solution. You know I was going to go somewhere positive with that. So say it out loud. I am the solution. So it's tough to take the responsibility, yes. But honestly, it's such a relief that this is up to you to control. Because listen, we're not going to eliminate comparison. We do need it to gauge where we are in our progress. But we are going to shift our mindset around it. We can shift our negative view of comparison into a positive one and eliminate the negative self-talk, eliminate the idea of lack, and begin to attract positivity around comparison if that's where we choose to lead our thoughts. Okay, so how do we do this? First, only compete with yourself. We talked a little bit about this last week. 
Nobody else, nobody else is exactly who you are, has been exactly where you've been and wants to go exactly where you want to go at the exact same time, the exact same way. Nobody else is a peach. Compete with yourself. Have you ever done this? What does this even mean? So it means you take a look at where you are today, right now in this moment, and you see where you want to be in the future. Are you going in the right direction? If you don't know, take yourself in the past. Compare yourself to that. Say a year ago. Where were you one year ago? Are you closer to where you want to be in the future? Because remember, I say this all the time, direction is more important than speed. This is how we gauge, hey, this is working. This isn't. Let's adjust here. Let's change this. But take some time to be proud about where you are now versus where you were a year ago. A year ago, I was in major debt. I went back to dental hygiene because fitness was very unstable during COVID. I had bills to pay and I was trying to figure out how to develop my business. I think I had like three clients. Today, I'm a full-time life coach, no longer doing dental. I have about 20 clients, launched a podcast and a successful virtual program, bought myself a new car and got a hold of my finances. I'm proud. And I'm allowed to be proud. But you know what I'm not going to do? Even though it's so easy to get caught up, compare myself to a five-year life coach who's had a successful podcast for years and has over 500,000 downloads. Why? Because I'm a peach and I'm the only peach. You are the only peach. Be proud of that. Celebrate that. Step two, celebrate the wins. Even if you're not there yet wherever there is. Celebrate the journey. Commit to celebrating milestones. How? Celebrate getting through a hard day or even overcoming a small hurdle. This will create a positive feeling around the memory of this, and that will fuel you in the future if or when it happens again. Bonus challenge. Celebrate others' successes too. Show the universe that you believe in abundance and that there is enough to go around. Plus, you know, celebrating is fun. Who doesn't like that? Instant vibration booster. All right, so step three to taking responsibility so you can overcome comparison. Acknowledge what you like about yourself. I'm going to challenge you to even write it down. What do you like about yourself? What makes you special? What makes you unique? Nobody can take that from you. And when you begin to go down this wormhole of comparing yourself to others, you'll have these things handy that you'll remember and you can't compare your journey to somebody else's because you are different. So acknowledge these things about yourself that you love, that make you special and your journey, your experience, it will be different and that's a good thing. So step four, express gratitude for everything that you do have, everything that you've overcome. Write these things down and look at them daily. This is huge, if not the biggest one here. You know, they don't have to be these life-changing things that you're grateful for, but do be as specific as you can. This will allow you to connect with a thought on a deeper level and truly feel and express that gratitude. Because when you're really, truly grateful for what you have, you start to care less about what everybody else has. Step five, see your competition differently. And this is something that I like to call secret mentors. 
And one of my coaches is an entrepreneur of a very recently launched startup company. And at some point, you know, she was getting a little down about the other companies in the industry who were outperforming her or had better ideas or were thinking of things that she hadn't or, you know, things like that. And I'm like, um, whoa, slow down, girl. First of all, you're comparing yourself to five to 10 year companies like, babe, you just got here. Be proud of the launch. A year ago, you had an idea. Now you have a company. You have to be proud of your progress. So, you know, according to these companies that you're comparing yourself to, I'm telling her, your company seems to be a really good idea. Look at the success your idea has the potential to be. See your competition's success as a sign that your success is achievable. You've got a good idea here. It's viable. It's feasible. And, you know, I told her to look at these companies and use them as secret mentors. What ideas do you see that worked for them? What didn't? Use that information, right? Now, don't go around copying things exactly, but stay true to your own ideas and what makes you unique. But use this public information as a resource. Somebody has the body you want. Do they post pictures of what they do to work out? Do they post healthy recipes? Great. Use them. Someone's better than you at sales? What techniques are you noticing that work for them? Use them. Secret mentors. I mean, if you know them directly and feel comfortable asking them directly, do that. But last step here to overcome comparison and fully take responsibility is setting boundaries with yourself. So identify your triggers and create boundaries around them. When do you find yourself being triggered by comparison? What can you do to navigate this? Do you need to take it out? Whatever you need to do to prevent your thoughts going into a negative spiral, because that's only going to attract more negative thoughts, do it. Cut it out. For me, it's social media. I take breaks for days, sometimes weeks at a time, and it's so refreshing. And it lets me just get back to myself, my special, unique self. And then I actually don't waste time scrolling and I can spend my days doing better things anyway that will further fuel positive energy that is unique to me. And if that's the same for you, I'm going to challenge you. No scrolling on social media for a week. Can you do it? Try it. Try for a day. See how you feel. I'm telling you, if you do it, I would love to hear your thoughts. So either send me a DM or an email with what you learned or post it on your story. I would love to repost it. But if it's something else other than social media for you, go on a week detox. Just let me know how you feel. I would love, love, love to hear about it. So six steps to overcoming comparison. One, compete with only yourself. Two, celebrate your wins and others as well. Three, acknowledge what makes you special. Four, express gratitude. Five, learn from your secret mentors. Six, set boundaries with yourself. Because you know what? At the end of the day, what's better than being the best? Being the best version of yourself. I believe that you can create your life. And I do believe that you can create your fate. To connect with more thoughts, more inspiration, you can follow me on Instagram at Let's Create Your Fate or online at Let's Create Your Fate.com. 
If you love this episode, share it. If you have a friend who is overcoming comparison, share it. Please like, subscribe, write a review. That would help so much to have this organically grow and share it with other people who can learn as well. So that's all I got for you today. But if I could leave you with just one thing, it is this. Expect good things always and they will happen. Thanks for joining me today. I'll talk to y'all soon.